I just looked at my wrist, I got time today Get them crossing the line today The hate be so real, the love be fake Be bumping they gums and bumping my tape Don't go against me, they ask for my help Go get out your feelings and get it yourself Might got the same shoes, but you ain't gon' step That shit you just put out, you could've kept Yup, she got a n he got a shirt Why? You can't compete when you can't compare Here. She ate the d through my underwear uh. Got up and got herself out of there I see they put me on memes and things Don't speak on my life without knowing the real Eight figures a year, what it cost me to live Don't hold it, just say what you feel But watch your mouth before I fly at your Word. To a place that she didn't know exist Gone. Mediterranean water my wrist Ish. Keeping on piss how I'm talking my sh Six figure check for a show, man, I'm lit, lit. Let's celebrate now my bag legit Go. With me, with whatever I'm with yeah. Didn't know who did it, got everybody hit I don't like I don't like I don't like nobody. nobody, nobody. We can get gangster, we can keep it cordial. How you wanna go back? How you wanna do it? I don't backtrack, man. F that. I don't miss nobody. I don't miss nothing. Left it on scene. I ain't right back. I don't trust nobody. Period. I just looked at my wrist. I got time today. Welcome, 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 today. ladies, ballers of the bay. We are back for the 2021-2022 season. It's me, TJ, with my co-host, Mr. BP. How you doing? Doing good, man. What to do, man? Pleased to be here for the 2021 season. It's time we were back. We missed last season due to COVID. Thing took us out of here. We wanted to come back strong this year, and we're here ready, locked, and loaded for the start of the 2021 season. Yes, sir. So before we get started, we just want to reiterate again, so we know it's been a while. These are just our opinions. We just guys that love watching sports in Hillsborough County and the Bay Area. And these are just some of the things we like to watch, talk about for fun, man. So please don't let anything we say offend anybody. That's not our intention. We're just here to help motivate and hype up all our talent in this area. Yes, sir. want to be able to make sure everybody's drawn together. We're just two guys who love football and very competitive. And we want to make sure that we push these kids and get as much uh, attention towards the players, student athletes that we can as possible. Yes, sir. So with that being said, we had our first live week of football last week. Yeah, man, it was crazy coming out the box, man. You had, had a good football start of the season, some very top games with inside the county. Let us know who the, who the teams were. Yes, sir. So, of course, the, the game of the week for Hillsborough County had to be Booker T coming up to make that drive to play Arnwood and Arnwood. Go ahead and handle them business 28-12 over there. Oh, man, yeah. Arnwood had a great performance uh, led by a quarterback. Uh, uh, it's a junior. I think he's a senior this year. Had a good performance coming out of Boston. Yeah, Smiley with a couple touchdown runs. That guy's going to be a beast this season. The Arnwood defense, man, they had a great performance. They played sound defense together. I was pretty shocking, man, thinking that Booker team, you know, being one of the teams top nationally, nationally known, uh, for uh, the talent within the state of Florida, we're thinking it was pretty going to handle Arnwood, but you know, if you never know, every season is a new season. Yes, sir. That was a shocker because you know, teams from Miami don't travel out of Miami to lose. Correct, man. I was thinking that Booker T. Hey, they coming out here five hours. You know, they travel well with their fans, so we're thinking that hey, they had a good, pretty good solid team. But that goes to show what Arnwood and Coach Davis have going on this year. Look out for them Hawks this year. Yes, sir. So another game we had in the county, well, out of county mix-up was Hillsborough forty-two, Clearwater forty. We had oh man, that was that was a game there, man. It was a shootout. Yeah, what it looked like, man. We got Tampa Catholic twenty-seven, Sarasota twenty-seven. That one right there was a barn burner. Tampa Catholic took the lead early, and then Sarasota came back to tie it. We had Tech forty-two zero over Plant. 
Steinbrenner, 50-0 over Robinson. Jesuit, 35-0 over Largo. Jez was tough. Yes, sir. And what, Carrollwood Day, 46-6 against St. Pete. I can't uh-huh. remember the Plan City versus Lake Gibson score, but I know Lake Gibson won that one. It was a good game in the first half, and Lake Gibson eventually pulled away. Uh, Lake Gibson led by that four, that five-star defensive back, man. That guy had three interceptions in the third, in the second half, man, to lead his team to a victory. I think it was like 52, 52 to 24 or something like that. Yeah. Might be a little wrong, a couple points off with Lake Gibson score, but Plan City was, was hanging in there at the beginning of the first half. Yes, sir. I don't know what happened in the second half. Good coach adjustments for Lake Gibson. Yes, sir. You know Lake Gibson has, what's the guy from Arnwood? Your boy. He the D.C. over there now. Oh, Coach. Uh, uh, man, I, Is it Warden? Tom, I can't even think about it, but I know you're talking about. Is it Coach Kyle Warden, Warden or something like that? Yeah, Kyle Warden, man. Coach Warden, yes. Yes, sir. Coach he Warden. made them adjustments. So we had a pretty entertaining week one over here. I mean, week zero over here in Hillsborough County. So heading into week one, here are some games people should be keeping an eye on in the Hillsborough County area. Bloomingdale at Gaither. We got Armwood at Chamberlain. Steinbrenner at Hillsborough. And I think this is going to be our game of the week right here. Plan City at Tech. Oh, yeah, man. I think Plan City versus Tech. That's a great choice for a game of the week. But normally, it's a very competitive uh, competition between the two. I'm not sure if they're in the same district this year, but they're normally in the same district, and those guys come out, and they bang against one another. Yes, sir. So I think either the Plan City at Tech or Bloomingdale at Gaither, you, you probably won't be actually looking at these four games. I don't think you could go wrong going to any of these games because each one of them seems like a good matchup. You got Steinbrenner. Had a little bad, not I'm going to say bad, but didn't have the great season that they had the year before, trying to see if they could bounce back going against Hillsborough with 20 starters returning. You know, they got high hopes, made it to the third round of playoffs last year, so we're going to see if they serious. Arnwood going to Chamberlain. Bloomingdale. I think, I think, I think they're going to cut you off, but I believe that Arnwood will get a good test uh, for versus Chamberlain coming out of the boss. Chamberlain, you know, they're young, but they have basically a good south uh, defensive line or offensive line. So within the trenches, we all know that's where it starts in football. So uh, if Chamberlain can capitalize on some turnovers or versus Arnwood, I think they keep it close and probably even, I'm not going to say an upset, but like a close game if they could uh, turn the ball over for Arnwood. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, so playing City Tech, back to our game of the week, man. So, BP, why do you think? This should be the game of the week. Um, I feel it should be the game of the week because of normally, like, normally when playing City and Tech play against each other, man, it's going to be a nice crowd, whether it's at Tech or playing City, I believe it was at Tech this year. Um, they're going to bring a nice crowd out. Uh, you got uh, players from uh, within the community of playing City going to have athletes all over around the board. You got defensive, uh, the defensive backs. Three out of the four defensive backs for playing City are Division One prospects. Uh, you have a, a stout defensive line as well as the offensive line with Plant City. But then, you know, Tech has a strong, solid offensive line, massive, big big up front, big guys, and have a, they have a strong running game and great coaching staff. So pretty good coaching staff going against each other. But, you know, Temple and Tech is going to come out and ready to fight for a new season this year, and they're looking to probably go to the state to our tournament this year. <laughs> yes, sir. So let's give you all some players to know from this Plant City versus Tech game. So 
you want to go ahead and cover some players from Tech for me, BP? Yeah, I'll give you some guys from Tampa Bay Tech. We have receiver, man. We have Greg Gaines here, big top receiver from uh, Tampa Bay Tech. The guy's an Iowa State commit. Uh, he's going to go out. He's going to come out there. He's very dominant with the deep ball. Uh, we have uh, Keon Clark, linebacker for uh, Tampa Bay Tech. He's the captain of the team. A very, very tough defensive, uh, defensive uh, linebacker. And then uh, who else we have out here, man? We got some other guys out here. Uh, offensive lineman, big offensive lineman, massive. Uh, Seth Burke, six foot five, three hundred twenty-nine pound offensive lineman. And we have a top defensive back, Norris Davis, long rangey defensive back uh, for Tampa Bay Tech. He make a lot of plays on the back end. Okay, for Plan City, I got they got a little running back duo of Reggie Bush and. Romelo Jones, that they both play both ways, corner and running back. I have Jamarion Jackson at free safety for playing City. Number two, long, rangy athlete, played corner last year, made a name for himself when they played against Bloomingdale, and he held a Jai Hall, a Jai Hall in check. Who else we got up there? We got name that most people won't know. I'm going to go ahead and bring him up. Mr. Cole Highsmith, number 28. Keep an eye oh, yeah. on him. Might be one of the best, best pass rushers in the county this year. Uh, Josiah Lancaster, 6'6", offensive tackle, 330, bench 345. And then you got, what's the other guy? Jay Sawyer, the receiver out there. So tons of Division One talent on both sides. Ask you, Brody, what's the uh, matchup you most interested in watching? Uh, the matchup I want to look at is uh, I'm basically, like I said, man, I like to get in this particular game here with Plan City having three defensive backs that are Division One talent. I want to see how the coaching staff is going to come out and play against guys. I want to see how they're going to come out here and try to do a matchup against him. Um, if he go out there, you know, he's a long ranging uh, receiver, Iowa State commit. He's a uh, deep threat guy. Uh, he can run every route on the route tree. Uh, so basically, want to see how, uh, as far as they're going to match up with him. I want to see if they're going to basically bring down the, the long range six two safety in Jackson. I believe Jackson could probably match up well with him if they wanted to do a little man to man. But I think you have to keep a guy on top of him. I know Plancy like to run a lot of cover three on the back end, but I think more so they have to put a guy over top. So if it was me, I would come out and cover two Tampa Bay Tech. Um, to take away, you know, the deep ball, two guys over top on both sides, two safeties, and I'll basically concentrate on the run. You start to run against Tampa Bay Tech, and you can limit the deep ball. I think Plain City has a good chance of possibly beating Tampa Bay Tech. Okay, I'm going to go at quarterback. Both of these teams are bringing in quarterbacks starting for the first time. Both are replacing quarterbacks that did really well for them last year. So I think, like you said, Tech has a safety valve and gains at receiver, Mario's going from Plan City. Who's going to step up at receiver? Or are they going to rely more on that offensive line and try to run the ball with those two running backs? So I think that's going to be the matchup. Whoever I believe, whoever runs the ball the best in this game is probably going to win. You agree with that? I agree. And like you said, running the ball, you got to – Tampa Bay Tech's going to be physical. Mm-hmm. Um, the coach, coach over there, Roberts, I believe is his name, He's very physical, great coach. He understands the game. He's going to run that football. And I believe Plan City, how they played against Lake Gibson, 
the way how they stopped Lee Gibson star running back last week, I, I think they have a chance with containing the run. And if they could do that, uh, I would like to see Reggie Bush get 20, uh, 20 uh, touches, and then you can come and mix Mello in, you know, as a scat back and do his thing uh, on, a, on a wide side of the field with uh, a lot of screens and things like that. So I think, like you said, whoever runs the ball the best, I think that's who wins the game as well too. Yes, sir. So we're going to go ahead and head into this break right quick. When we return from break, we'll go ahead and jump into some players you need to know. A big game that happened in the Bay Area last week and more. We'll see you in a few. The Z look Jamaican. The street say you faking. Cherise in your naked. Why am proud? I hit her, then forgot her. The Z throwing that shot. The Z cost me a dollar. Like you swallowing it, petite for leak. Got marbles in it. I'm turned, I'm up, I'm all the way lit. The butter, he all of my, he chalking my swag. He bopping like me. You can't compare me regardless. The weed smell, but ain't garbage. The mademoiselle in her forehead bit. The Z, the Rastafarian. The Z, a Rastafarian cool. I'm skeeting off dust, miss sorry me, you. Your daddy a Z, so what are you? Dragging my feet, cause I'm on the boot for my sure. My mom and dad from the Caribbean. Got four of the tags on the European. And he cut off the bat like I'm Derek G. The ruler ground off that west, cause it's therapeutic. Got two my Z with me, 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 two my Z with me. Everybody the rule, like to make a scene, call TNZ. I got two my Z's. TNZ, been the more cars in the DMV, did a lot of fraud in the DMV, he is over, he look like a roster, got a lot of killers on my roster, I be whipping the baby, no foster, got the Siri speaking Patois, I parked the Nissan in the band spot, I keep the tool like I'm handcuffed, I keep it cool when the band drop, what you gonna do at the M Scott, give cars baby, give me the sweat, it gets hard but I keep feeling in that, walk one, if you step you get scratched, I put a f*** to rest, I murder for less, I catch me about it, then I don't know nothing about it. Florida boy, like whatever kind, and they standing up still about me. Make lots of noise in the script, make lots of noise in the air, make lots of noise in the script. Run up on me and my dad, I teach a Spanish to Creole. She ain't grill, she let me. I'm stealing the streets on the D low. Different the Z color, yellow and green, I like promethazine, but not too much. Sweet, cause I'm still in the streets and they see me and don't even do that. Rockin' Celine, I'm clean with a dutty nine. She hop on that and she dutty wine. From the hood, you good, you wanna mine. When she bust it open. I hope everybody enjoyed that nice musical selection right there. So we gonna jump straight back into this thing. Outside of the Bay Area, there was a big game in the state of Florida between Venice and Northwestern. Bro, do you wanna talk about the shocking, I mean shocking results of that game? Oh my God, man! Can't believe Venice came out there and put it on Northwestern, man. Listen, we thinking them guys coming from the bottom this year. This guy's gonna come out here and dominate. I tell you, man. I don't know what Coach Peacock's doing over there at Venice, but he has eyes on him. The way those guys perform on offensive defense. Oh my God, they have a great leadership from the quarterback position all the way down to the defensive line. Those guys put pressure all over Northwestern this past weekend. 56 to 34, man. I can't even remember the last time Northwestern gave up that many points. I'm telling you, hey, man, listen, the football has really changed around here. Venice is building a machine over there. Oh, well, yes. They beat Lakeland a couple, what, that, a couple years ago. So, you know, they not they not play play. Right. All right. So, we're going to jump back into our county now. So, BP, you know, it's time to make folks a little upset right here. 
we're going to go ahead and give out our preseason top five teams in the county. Oh, man, you ready for this, TJ? You want to go or you want me to go? Man, this is hard because, you know, we was trying to decide should we include private schools, should we not just do public schools because it's a whole different picture when we put these private schools in here because I think we got some very talented private schools this year. I believe so, man. I believe talent is balanced around this year in the in the county, and I believe that this might be the year, to be honest with you, for the private school, to be real with you. I think this is the year that we see a private school comes out week one to week, uh, was it, 11 or 12, and then they come out and actually they, they're ranked from one to one all the way down to the end. I believe that, like I say, we're going to see what happens, but I'm going to let you go ahead and give your top five. All right, so I'm going to go with my fifth first, and then you go fifth, all right? All right. All right, so coming in at number five, for me, I have Gaither High School. I think Gaither mm. brings back Mario Eugene on that edge. Michigan commit, they got Kobe McLeod, that middle linebacker. Plus, they still got that terrific coach over there. I think they're a solid pick for number five. And if I'm putting Gaither at number five, you know the county got to kind of be loaded to have them that low. Right. Well, I'm going to go come right behind you. My number five, I have Tampa Catholic. And the reason why I'm going Tampa Catholic at number five is because a great coaching staff with Darius over there, those guys, they get to know their players. They have athletes all over the field. They have stud running backs. They're big on the offensive line and start on the defense. And I believe this is a great year for Tampa Catholic to be one of the dominant teams in Hillsborough County area. You must have read my mind because I got Tampa Catholic at number four on my sheet. I agree <laughs> with you, man. Tampa Catholic got some athletes over there. Coach Jairus is putting that thing all together. I think this is third year there or fourth? I don't know. I think it was fourth year. Uh, I can't remember. I think it might be his. It might be his third. Cause I think he started two hundred nineteen. But I know he hasn't been there that long for him to come in and rejuvenate that program the way he has. I, I like what Tampa Catholic gonna put on the field this year. Right, correct. I'm coming right behind you, man. We have switch and swap for that that fourth and fifth spot. I have Gaither, man. Like you said, we got a big surprise All American defensive end, Mario. We got that big boy, that 6'4", 325-pound defensive tackle, uh, Tafu uh, Thomas. Mm-hmm. We got him down in the big uh, down in the big bottom, and then we have a great coaching staff, uh, Gaither. And I think Gaither, with the experiences that he had, he lost a lot of players. But I think experience this year is going to carry them around with that style of defense. With those two guys on the defensive line, anything can happen. Those guys are going to keep people out of the end zone this year, keep pressure on quarterbacks, and going to make a lot of plays over there for Gaither. Okay. Coming in at number three for me is Tampa Bay Tech, Tech, Tech. I got to give it to Tech until somebody knocked them off in the county because I think Tech, like you said, that, that physicality they bring in, everybody don't want to see that every week. I know they got athletes. They got that, that receiver out there that he's going to dominate. He's going to demand a double team, bracket coverage. So I'm, I'm, I'm high on Tech. They're the highest public school I have in my account now at number three. Okay, for number three for me, I have Berkeley Prep, man. I'm going Berkeley Prep. I believe that Berkeley Prep, for me, they have the best running back in the, uh, in the county, in Townsend. And I believe, like, they have a couple guys that on the defense side of the ball, they're stout and a good, good coaching staff here. And I think this is a year, like I said, for private schools. I got Berkeley Prep at number three. I told you, man, you know, read my mind. I got Berkeley Prep at number two for me. They got, like you said, 
Townsend, Xavier Townsend, Iowa State commit is a problem in that backfield. You got the UF commit at tight end with C.J. Hawkins. Man, linebacker T.J. Ballard going to UCF. Like the list goes on. Keon Kelly, 2023 edge rusher for Berkeley. Man, they are stacked. I, I like right. Berkeley this year. Okay, well, hey, we, we, we go ahead again on number two. I have Tampa Bay Tech, Tech, Tech. <laughs> I'm rolling Tech all the way to the wheels fall off this season. I think Tech, man, as far as the coaching staff, I really believe this right here is the year. Tech is always close. Um, to making to making a run, it's just maybe a play here, a play there, where some things we don't capitalize the way how they want to as a coaching staff. Um, but as far as like tough, dominant defense, run game, uh, pressure on the quarterback, uh, guys making plays all over the field, I think Tampa Bay Tech this year is a team that is going to be someone that people have to look out for in Hillsborough County. Okay, now we made it to number one. I'm going with the boys. At Jesuit, I think <laughs> Jesuit is the best team in the county until somebody knocks them off. They had a terrific season last year. I know the quarterback is gone, but, boy, they got talent over there. We got the receiver, Junior Vandross, returning. You got Jaden Gerard, the receiver commit for Wake Forest. You got Caleb – not Caleb Pierce, I'm sorry. Carter French at receiver. A.J. Cortill, at linebacker, big Traquan Alexander on that O-line, giving out pancakes week to week to week. Man, it just gate through it. Not gate through, but Jesuit is stacked, man. I'm just going to go ahead and go jump on a wagon with you and go ahead and say my number one team is Jesuit as well. You have said everything from the offensive side of the ball. But you, got, you got Todd Bowles' son over there. You got him doing his thing. What's his name, TJ? Troy Bowles. Problems. Yeah. yeah, Troy Bowles. You got Jarquez Smith, the running back. And my surprise guy in the county this year, it's a young fellow who's leading Jesuit as a quarterback, Luke Knighton. He plays on Team Tampa, good quarterback. I think Luke Knighton's going to be a surprise for a lot of people this year. If he could do everything he needs to do within the pocket and he could stay poised and be a leader for his team, even though he's a 2024 kid, if he could do that, I believe Jesuit, man, might be bringing home the trophy this year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I think Jesuit going to cause some problems on a lot of people. They got a big game. I think week two, week three, they got some big games coming up. All they right. Back, I think they're bringing back like anywhere from 17 to 19 starters. Ooh. Hey, that team caused an issue last year, so they bringing back that much. Ooh, look out, little children, as the old folks would say. Yes, sir. Right, you ready? Go ahead and jump into this. Pick them, rapid fire. Let's get it, man. Ready to pick these top top wins this year, man. You know, last year I think we evened out across the board <laughs> with the pick them. I think uh, we was like maybe one or two games separate. I'm not sure who won. Not last year, I mean 2019, because we set out for COVID last year. But let's see, can I get a jump on you this week? We're going to see if we can keep an accurate count this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you know how the rules go. We both get less than a minute. I'm going to call out team. We just say who's going to win. If you want to give a little short spill on why you picked them, you can. If not, just leave it at that, okay? Yes, sir. All right, first game, Alonzo versus Chris. Oh, I'm going with Alonzo, man. I think Alonzo itself until Chris is actually showed me that they could beat somebody within the county. I got to go with Alonzo. I got to go with Alonzo, too. No need to say why. 
<laughs> Newsom versus Leonard. Oh man, um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go with Leonard. I'm gonna take Leonard this this week. I take Leonard. Uh, see what Leonard has going on out there this week. I have, to have I heard they got a pretty good quarterback out there, and some other players surrounding. They keep good athletes from that area. So I'm gonna go with Leonard. Okay, that's a tough one for me. Leonard got that quarterback. It's pretty good. You know, our boy Jason still that running back at Newsom, and they kind of trying to spread that ball out a little bit instead of just going wing T the whole game. I'm gonna go with Newsom though, cause I, I like that physicality Newsom brings. You know, they gonna that's run that good. ball. Let's go, pick. The battle for Bruce B. Downs, Wharton versus Freedom. Who you like? I like Wharton this year, man. I think Wharton could be a surprise team this year with the things that they did in the, uh, the kickoff classic and the spring game. They have some some dogs over there, Wharton. I'm going with Wharton. Oh, this ain't gonna even be close. I like Wharton. Blowout Central right here. All right, we got Bloomingdale at Gaither. Man, I'm going with Gaither, man. I'm going with Gaither. Like I said, that pressure from the defensive line, starting with Mario and the big guy in the middle, the big monster, man. They, they control him. I believe we're wearing number one this year. Those guys, you know, as far as the run game and getting pressure on the quarterback, I got to go with Gaither. I'm going to go with Gaither, too. I always trust the defense. I think they got a pretty good defense coming back. I know Bloomingdale lost a lot last year. So I'm going to go with Gaither. Armwood at Chamberlain. Uh, I'm going with Armwood, but like I said earlier this, uh, early in the show, I said Chamberlain to have to be able to put up a little test at the beginning with the nice defensive line, the offensive line they have in the trenches. So I believe they probably can give a good fight in the first quarter, but I Armwood to pull away. I like Armwood too. I know Chamberlain lost, I think their defensive coordinator went to another school, but I like Armwood. Steinbrenner at Hillsborough. I'm going with Hillsborough, man. Hillsborough, uh, they have been a surprise team this year. I think Hillsborough could come out there with the, uh, with guys like Sip, and they will be dominant, man. The guys are dominant linebacker and running back. Once he gets going and moving, uh, he can't be stopped. So I'm going with Hillsborough. Okay, I know Hillsborough got some tough players out there. This going to be a tough game because I think both of these teams are, like you said, trying to take that next level. Hillsborough made it to the playoffs last year. They trying to prove this year that, hey, we got all these kids returning. We try to make a run for state. This is going to be a big statement game for them at home. I'm going to rock with Hillsborough. Game of the week, Plant City at Tech. Oh, man, come out of the box. Hey, uh, don't say the wrong answer now. You know you can't go home. Um, Man, I got to go with Tampa Bay Tech. That's, one of my, that's the number two team this year. I I like those guys. Man. I just love what the coaching staff brings to the table, man. Those guys, the guys are doing some coaching over there, and they're being able to keep their players. When I mean by keep their players, God, they're not losing players to other teams anymore. So uh, I got to go with Tampa Bay Tech over Plant City. I'm going to take Plan City this time. I don't. I saw Plan City play against Wharton a couple weeks ago. I like what they got out there. I'm going to go think the difference maker in this game is going to be Plan City quarterback Clint. Because he's going to be a team used to playing Plan City, not used to them having elusive running quarterbacks. I think Clint kind of got that dynamic in him. I know he wants to be a pocket passer, but he got some wheels on him too, like Pluck. So... I'm going to go with Plan City. This is what we're going to split at right here. Right. We split on another game, too, but I believe Newsom and um, uh, Newsom. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, so but I like I like I like plants what they bring to the table. They could come out and, and create turnovers, plants that they could stick in there. If they could do if they could have a similar performance in the first half and keep playing that dominant defense on the second half versus tech. Possibly upset, but like I said, I got to roll with Tech. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I agree. Now I, I like Tech too, but I'm gonna go with Plan City this time. All right, so we got our ba- breakout players, man. BP, you know we took a lot of heat last time. We dropped all top 22 players in the county. People weren't too familiar with some of those names, and we're like, well, how did y'all choose them? And then last year, some of those kids came out and let people know, hey, this is why they chose us because they showed out last year. So. You got some breakout players for this year, BP? Yes, I have. I have a few guys. Well, not, like not bad. Some players people need to know, not breakout players yet. Give me some players people need to know. We're gonna save breakout players for a little okay. later. Some players people need, for some players that people need to know. You know, you got Keon Clark for one, the linebacker at uh, Tampa Bay Tech. He's a stud. Uh, another player the players need to know. You got a quarterback at Arnwood. Um, uh, Myrtle, uh, what can we call his name? Last name Jones. You got Jones, a quarterback from uh, uh, Arnwood. You got the running back Smiley from Arnwood. He's a he's a dog over there. Uh, you got uh, Joseph Sip, the linebacker, running back for Hillsborough. Downhill runner, very physical. He had uh, twelve rushing touchdowns last season, over five hundred yards, and he led the team in tackles with one hundred twenty-two tackles. And 14 of those for loss. Very dominant. Uh, we have a guy from Tampa Catholic, Naheem Doctor, running back, 2024 class. He's a stud. This kid's going to be a stud. This kid has every, all the tools from the running back position, runs very physical. When you see this kid runs, you would think this kid is uh, years ahead of, his, of the game. This kid uh, reminds me of, of some stud players, uh, a guy from Plant City years ago, Eric Washington. If you guys don't know who Eric Washington is, you might want to go to do your research. The kid run the ball just like Eric Washington. He's going to be a stud. Uh, Jay Sawyer, wide receiver from Plant City. This kid is going to take off this year. He got behind Lake Gibson defensive backs several times uh, this past Friday. Another guy, a stud 2024 quarterback, Luke Knighton, Jesuit. If this kid could come out and, and uh, play Halfway decent for his team. He has a good a good season. This year, Jesuit might be holding the trophy, like I said. But I believe he's going to play a lot better than people think. Don't get a twist because he's a 2024 kid. And the last person I have, okay, you have Troy Bowles, outside linebacker Jesuit. This kid is a dominant defensive player. He makes plays all over the field. Look out for him this year. And big things coming for Oh, one more player from Tampa Bay Tech. We have Norris Davis. He's a 2023 defensive back he's gonna make a lot of plays for Tampa Bay Tech this season okay so here goes some names I think people should know I already said Xavier Townsend running back for Berkeley Prep I let everybody know about CJ Hawkins tight end from Berkeley Prep Junior Vandross from Jesuit the receiver 5'9 elusive playmaker we already hit Mario from Gaither hit Mr. Kobe from Gaither Carolwood Day, this kid, DJ Pickett at receiver, is a problem. Major problem. And he's only a sophomore this year. No, he'll be a freshman this year, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize. And I'm sorry, TJ, the kid from Onward quarterback, his name is Murdoff. Murdoff Jones. Murdoff Jones and, and Kyle Stutt. 
Oh, yes, Kai Stokes, Ohio State commit. He is a problem, too. I have, let me see who else I got in here. Jaquise Alexander, cornerback, Tampa Catholic. Jordan Bailey, running back, Hillsborough, committed to Pittsburgh. Tony Livingston, defense, I mean, yes, offensive lineman at King High School, committed to the Gators, also a basketball player. Got my boy Davion Crouch, a.k.a. Bam, linebacker at Wharton. Boston College commit. Here go a name. I'm going to save him for later because it's going to be my breakout player, so I'll just save him. We have Javon Thomas, a wide receiver at Sickles. He going to USF. Brandon Cleveland, defensive tackle from Carrollwood Day. I believe he's committed to NC State. Trent Ramsey, offensive lineman from Carrollwood Day. Ooh, he big and nasty, boy. He, he hit hard. We got Mr. Clay Whedon from Carrollwood Day, offensive lineman, 2023. Lewis Carter, Tampa Catholic, linebacker, 2023. My boy from Warren High School, Booker Pickett, defensive end, sophomore, 2024. I like him to go against anybody in the county and probably going to be top two in the county in sacks. I, I don't know. They're probably going to double team my boy a lot this year, but I like him. He was, a, he was an All-American last year as a freshman. Uh, J.D. Dorsey, cornerback, Ward High School. Who was Zach Minard, center, Hillsboro. Caleb Pierce, quarterback, returning for Hillsboro. Sophomore Peter, I'm going to mispronounce his name. Pizanski, I believe, defensive lineman for Jesuit 2024. He led their team in sacks last year. Jaden Javinchko, I believe I mispronounced his name. I apologize. Offensive lineman from Tampa Catholic. Who else we got over here? Mr. Gavin Henley, the quarterback from Leonard. He balled out last week, went 22 for 32 for 237 yards and two touchdowns, and he had a 55-yard run for a touchdown against Braden River. And I got Henry Griffith, linebacker for Wharton High School. Another name people need to know for the area. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So go ahead, give me. But you want to give me one or two breakout players this year, BP? I'm going to give you two breakout players this year. I'm going to go ahead and jump with two. We're going to do one, but I'm going to do two. I like the guy. It's a young, it's a young pup, big kick, six foot four, defensive end, Berkeley prep. First name is Xavier, last name Perkins. I'm telling you, this kid has a motor. This kid is going to make plenty of plays this year for his squad. He's a sophomore, I believe. When I tell you that, he has a get-off, and he's very long. So, basically, when he comes from the defensive end, he like to use that long arm to bull rush. <coughs> and then when he comes out, he sticks that long, that left arm out, and he uh, gets distance from the tackle, and he rushes the tackle at the same time. Mm -hmm. This kid is a stud. Another person that I have for a breakout player this year that people don't know, um, I think I called his name earlier, is going to be, Naheem Doctor, he's gonna go crazy for a running back this year for uh for Tampa Bay Catholic for Tampa Catholic. Sorry about that. Yes, sir. All right, my breakout players. I'm gonna stay at Wharton High School for my first one. His name is Dejon Johnson. They call him Dee Dee. He had two pick sixes last week versus King. This is his first year playing cornerback. He started off at receiver. He is explosive. He is, I think he's 6'1", 6'2". He is a long kid, humble kid. 
right now, I like him to be top five cornerbacks in the county. By the end of the year, I guarantee you everybody in the state going to know his name. He's he a problem out there, man. Man, that's crazy. I got one more, TJ. I'm sorry. No, no problem. Tough Burke from uh, Tampa Bay Tech. Big, massive offensive lineman. This kid's going to be moving people all football season. Look out for him. I think we said earlier he was six foot five, three 329 pounds. Don't get the size thinking that, oh, he's just a big guy. He can't move. This kid can move for a kid his size. So I see a lot of Division One players, uh, coaches coming out. Check this, this kid out. Okay, and my next breakout player is number 28, Cole Highsmith, Plant City High School. This, hey, he's a little bit undersized weight-wise, but does he have a motor? He is low in leverage, good technique, and, boy, he comes off that edge with a vengeance. I believe he's a sophomore, TJ. Yeah, he's a young kid. I can't. I don't know if he's a sophomore or junior, but, yeah, he's young, and he is, bro, he is a problem. That arm, yeah. they play arm with in the spring game. I want to say he had two or three sacks. Yes, he's a good, a good ball player, great choice. I like him. Yes, sir. So those are your players you need to know going into the season. We'll add more names as the season goes along. But we just thought those are some guys, y'all, if you go into any games tomorrow, you might want to keep it, keep your ear out for those guys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we got our big news college football just happened. What, July 1st, the NILs went into effect. Bro, do you want to talk about that for a little bit? What type yeah, of impact NI, you think that's going to have? Basically, it's an opportunity for kids to market themselves. Um, it's not really in the state of Florida for high school kids, but it's more so like what your son may or daughter may do um, once they get ready to go to college. So basically, the brand they take. So your kid comes out, he's a, he's a uh, he or she is a good athlete. They take it to the college level as freshmen. They can market themselves to come up with their own brand, whether that may be clothing, any type of merchandise. Or it could be from a, a place like a, a vendor like Walmart, somewhere a corporation. Uh, this thing would be some, someone that wants to support your kid while they perform on the football field or while they have their time in college. You have you see business uh, owners now um, taking the opportunity to give kids who don't have scholarships that are walk-ons that are paying for them to go to school because of their performance. People are just basically giving back to kids in a good way, but as well as it's coming for a chance for a kid to market themselves. So I say this to say a lot of things, kids, you never know who's watching you. Um, you'll never know who's at your games. You never know what type of business deals you could possibly get after you finish high school. So put your best effort in the classroom starting out as well as being able to market yourself on the football field. So now treat your brand, your last name, like a business. That's what I would have to say with that. Yes, sir. It's all about your character, man. You can make yourself a lot of money or lose yourself a lot of money. I think these NILs, if HBCUs use them the right way, this can help a lot of HBCUs out because you could tell a kid, hey, why not come here, get on the field, get you some notoriety and make money off of it instead of going to a Power 5 school, riding the bench, may not get to play that much. Hey, you come here, you... you who you say you are, your talent going to speak for itself, and you can also get paid. So if I was a HBCU coach, I would definitely try to pitch this into my recruiting. I know the University of Miami is going crazy with NILs down there, so hopefully, you know, that get us back where we need to be at. But That's, that's the thing, TJ, with the NILs. Like, now you have, you have guys who 
once played in the Hillsborough County getting NILs. And, uh, no disrespect to anyone in the family. You have Desmond Watson. Desmond Watson's from Arnwood. He's actually has something going on. You have Mario Williams. And you have several other players from uh, that are getting an opportunity to get paid off their name. Oh, yes, and so sir. So now if you do the right thing, man. You have corporations willing to come in and write a check over to you. You got a chance to change your your, uh, your family life and why you're in college now. So it's a good thing, I believe. Yes, sir. Cause like you say, majority of these kids, the dream is to get in the NFL, but statistics show that everybody's not getting to the NFL. So you got to be smart. Like you say, market yourself, brand yourself, set yourself up for life because eventually the ball starts rolling. Well, no matter what sports you're in, you got to have a backup plan. Go with it. And what I would say with this, TJ, if you were a young fella coming up right now and you were to say right now you and your sophomore junior season, what's the first thing you would do as far as if you had to say? You knowing your mom and your dad, what's the first thing you think your mom and dad would tell you to do as far as a vision, what you would do? Oh, I already know my parents always been about grades, academics, so you know. It's always going to be tied in making sure you're doing the right thing in the classroom, being right character-wise. I talk to my kids all the time about marketing because, like you say, it's your brand. A lot of kids don't realize when you're in high school, especially with Instagram and Twitter, you have access to thousands of kids right now. These are the most followers, most people that are going to keep up with you. So if you have a chance to earn income off of that, I would be doing everything I could. Like if I was a senior in high school or a junior in high school right now, I would be looking into NFTs. If I was a freshman in college, I'd be looking into NFTs, non-fungible tokens, because that's going to be the new trading card in the future, if that makes sense. So if I anybody listening, you might want to look, look that up. You're a college athlete or your child's college athlete. Look at NFTs. They just made a... The WNBA just did a contract with Top Shot, which does NFTs for the NBA as well. And I know college football players are starting to get those in there as well. But that's just, you know, free advice for anybody out there. Look into non-fungible tokens, man. You can make you some money real quick. Yes, sir. What you mean by that is you catch the winning pass in the Rose Bowl or the winning pass in the Orange Bowl. And you someone takes your picture. That's what he's talking about. You make the big shot. It's the winning shot for the... NCAA championship, those tokens are worth a lot, a lot of money. Yes, sir. You don't even got to do that. You could just be, hey, you playing a regular season game and you just take somebody's ankles or you go over top somebody and make a great catch. You know, those things go viral. You can get paid off of your photo going viral. Right. So just a little heads up. But I think that's all we got, man. We got some motivation for the people of BP. Yeah, a little motivation I have just always when we come out, man. First, well, you know, me and TJ were firm believers in Jesus Christ, so uh, that's my favorite. I believe in God for one. So uh, what I would say is, uh, just trust your parents, believe in your parents, respect, be respectful to your parents, to your adults, and do everything to you what your teacher tell you to do in the classroom. Make sure you get your grades. Like I said, your last name is what you're marketing yourself as now. And when somebody look at you, don't be doing all the disrespectful things on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, try to stay, keep yourself uh, in the book, keep yourself in the, in the study room on the field, and do everything you need to do to be successful. It's a, it's a good opportunity for you guys to come out here and have a great life and don't mess your life up by making one mistake on Twitter. 
Yes, sir. So my motivation for everybody would be, man, it's the beginning of the school year. So regardless of what your grades were like last year, you got a fresh start right here to get yourself right. Remember, take care of the classroom because the classroom, your knowledge never goes away. No matter what happens, you always keep those skills you learn. Um, one thing I'm really big on this year is like telling kids, make sure at your school, you ask your guidance counselors about vocational programs. What kind of skill programs do they have that you can do in high school and graduate with a skill? Like at Plan City, they had cosmetology and electrician. And that's something to this day, like I'm like, man, I wish I would have been focused and got in cosmetology instead of, oh, yeah, that's what girls get in. Man, I could have been a licensed barber making money when I turned 18. Right. So that's just something I tell kids, man, everybody want to make money, but everybody don't know how to make money. So make sure you you taking advantage of these free resources the schools are offering you, because once you graduate out of high school, the resources start to slim away, man, because everything competition then. Yes, sir. Great words, man. I appreciate it. We look forward to seeing you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed this show. And we're out of here. Yes, sir. Everybody have a great night. Enjoy the tunes.